Yo, no funny shit. I'm about to buy a car and start hanging out in Queens, yo. Yeah, like that's that's <laughs> real, like through, old New York nigga. Like that's where you go. <laughs> you through, just bro. buy a car and you fucking live where there's no subway stops. It's oh, between well, yeah. 53rd Street, well, that's wild. 53rd Place, <laughs> 53rd Lane. You can't find me. You don't know where I'm at. Yeah, that's just <laughs> you could drive as long as you want. You never gonna find me because I'm in Queens, nigga. I'm hiding. That is the fucking. I'm gonna live in a three fare zone. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta take an Uber to the bus to the train, nigga. Yeah. That's the only way to see the architect me. That's, of Queens was wild. The were, yeah, he was like, I don't up. like niggas. <laughs> niggas don't like me. I'm <laughs> he was like, I'm, I'm part of every race, right? This nigga was mad mix. This nigga oh, was I'm, a, I'm Filipino and Guyanese and African and Ghanan and Trinidadian and I white. Russian. Right. I, I'm Russian and Italian. My parents from everywhere, nigga. I'm in Queens. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't understand how numbers work that well. Oh, shit. <laughs> nah, man, Queens is good, man. Queens is good, but you gotta be an adult to appreciate Queens. Like, oh, yeah, if, I if you kid, like, because when wild. we was young, and people be like, yo, come through, we in Queens. We're like, I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm not fucking going to Even Queens. Even when I was in the story, I would get that. I mean, like, when I'm trying to get girls to come through to the apartment, and I had like a two bedroom to myself, I'm like, yo, come through. They're like, it's a story. I'm like, yeah, like, you, no, live in, nigga. you live in Midtown Manhattan, like, just jump on the train real quick. Nah, nope. So they, wow. Fuck that. There's a story where all white people, this is wild. It's not right. They don't even. I feel like that's rude coming from somebody in Manhattan, though. Yeah. Like, bro yeah. As a Brooklyn dude, is like, nah, I gotta go to Manhattan to right. get to Astoria. But Manhattan <laughs> people never want to leave Manhattan. They're so fucking weird. Yeah, that is... Yeah. But you know like, what? No, I'm not even gonna say that because a lot of New Yorkers never leave the area they're in. Like, it's such a, it it's such a crazy at. New York thing because they have access to, like, yeah. the greatest city in the world. Like, you $3 away. This girl Priya Blunts had this, um, this post on uh, Instagram, yeah. and when she was doing that trend, where she's like, I'm a New Yorker, of course I dash it. Yeah. And one of the things she put, she was like, I'm a New Yorker, of course I've never been to Cat's Deli. And I was like, what the fuck are Yo, you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I was right. like, why haven't you been to Cat's yeah, Deli? Wild. That shit is wild delicious. Yeah. But <laughs> that wasn't even, that wasn't even the crazy shit. The crazy shit is niggas is in the comments Backing her up, like, yeah, fuck yeah. that. Nah, don't go to catch. Like, and then niggas are saying shit like, why would you go to catch where you get a sandwich at any store yeah. on the corner? You're like, nigga, yeah. do you really think that's the same sandwich? Yeah. You think you're getting the same <laughs> shit for four dollars from a nigga who also has a cat in the store? This nigga also sells condoms. Yeah. You think this nigga makes better sandwiches than a nigga who only makes sandwiches? You this nigga Mario? is rich because he makes sandwiches. He don't sell nothing else. You can't get no chips. You can't get no magazines. You can't get no war. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This nigga is selling everything under the sun and you think he good at sandwiches? No! <laughs> this nigga's good at finding shit to sell you niggas. Like, get the yeah. fuck out of here. That shit makes me so angry because New Yorkers really be like, nigga, I don't have to leave the block. The block got everything I need. Like, nigga, go look at shit. There's mad shit. And then they, and then these be the same niggas like, it's the white man Da, da, da. You like, oh, nigga, yeah. you never even met no white people. <laughs> you in New York, you never yeah. met no white people. You've been in Brownsville yeah. for 34 yeah. years straight. It's like you on never been block. on a plane. It's like the white man keeping <laughs> me on the ground. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so that's the yeah. shit. Yes, that's the shit. 2024, go leave your block. <laughs> Leave your fucking block in 2024. Go to the adjacent neighborhood. Go, go eat a sandwich in an adjacent neighborhood where you don't know every fucking body. Put on some shoes, change out the pajama pants, put on a pair of regular pants with a belt, and go to a different neighborhood. Leave your block, nigga. It's the Simeon Goodson Show.
<laughs> Wait, I just looked at it. I took an Adderall. I'm sorry. You know it's fucked up, right? Because I got the Adderalls. My man was, he was like, yo, I got some shit. You're going to get fucked up. And I took the shit thinking I'm going to get fucked up. But then I took it and I was like, yeah, let me get some work done. <laughs> I feel a little more focused now. I'm like, let me, me tackle this to-do list. <laughs> I've been sitting on this for a while. I feel very productive. <laughs> Niggas like, yo, I think you sick. Nigga, I, think, I think you need to see a doctor. <laughs> it's the Simeon Goodson Show. You already know what it is. We're here with my main man, Brandon Collins. Producer, comedian. Uh, he got a show coming up February 10th. That's right. Drunk Black History. Yes, yeah, so a caveat NYC in the Lower East Side. We're also live streaming it for people that are not in the New York area. Tickets are available at drunkblackhistory.com. It's a show where we get fucked up and talk about unsung black heroes or events. Yo, that, shout out to Caveat. That's basically yeah, yeah. beautiful. And they yeah. just, uh, you know, and they're really supportive of this. I mean, a lot of venues that I've worked with in New York have been very supportive of the show. Um, but this is like an opportunity to us really highlight, like, black people that have had a huge impact in this country that, like, no one talks about and continue not to talk about because, you know, states are just cutting education budgets and, like, not talking about black right. history and shit. So... That's uh, a show that's really important to me, and I hope that y'all come out. You're going to get some laughs, and you're going to learn something. So, uh, drumblackhistory.com. I found this, this is my shit for Christmas, though. This is what I, I saw it on TikTok today, because I be on TikTok. And I discovered a new TikTok, and I think it was my Christmas gift from Jesus. It was, it was white dudes getting pulled over in traffic and cursing out the cop. <laughs> Nigga, this is, this is my new porn. This is what I jerk off to. That shit is a... You ever seen that shit? He was like, no, I do not have ID. I am traveling freely within a free zone. The cop is like, there's nothing I can do. I don't know what the fuck. I'm like, yeah, fuck that cop. <laughs> fuck it. Yeah. I love this shit. <laughs> it's the Simeon Goodson Show. We back at it. Very special guest, Mom Dukes, Lingyan Goodson in the building. Um, so last time we spoke about, you know, just the differences between, you know, mixed race now and when you were young. Can we talk about, like, just the... Because we have family all over, right? Like, or just East the Coast. The whole United States. So what is, what is the origins of us... You start, Granny was in Charleston. Right, well. So where did right. Papa come from? Papa come, came from Sanjun, China. Right, but how did he get here? How did he get here? He he kind of had a sad childhood. Right, with the he, war and everything. No, even as a little boy, because he was, um, his mother died and his father remarried, so he had a, the classic stepmother. And you know we 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 grew up here because you have to understand in Chinese culture the oldest son inherits everything at right. that time, and so she wanted her sons. So Daddy's childhood was not a good childhood, and we grew up hearing about the 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 cow the the water buffalo cow how at eight years old he had to do the rice fields. And he was supposed to make sure the mountain cow did not go in the rice. Mm -hmm. Now, 
This really didn't hit us as a dynamic until we had children and we saw eight-year-old Simeon, eight-year-old Lauren, eight, and you, you, then you imagine this little boy and my brother who has passed, Terrence said, can you imagine this little tiny eight-year-old boy and this huge water buffalo trying to get the, the, the water buffalo out of the rice paddy from eating the rice because he's going to get a beating and he's there standing there crying because the water buffalo wouldn't come out of the rice. Uh, it's funny to hear it now, but growing right. up, it was an eye roller. You know, oh, mm. here comes daddy with the water buffalo. <laughs> right, story. and he didn't speak a lot of English. Right. So he had about four stories on rotation. <laughs> <laughs> he had about four or five good English stories just on rotation. So you had to you keep hearing. I remember, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I remember good. once my cousin Lauren, rest in peace, he was all at the table. Um, and Papa started up with one of his joints. And Lauren was like, yeah, we know, we know. <laughs> he was all there like, <laughs> he was like, oh, you can't interrupt the story. He was like, we know, we know. And Papa started laughing. He was like, all right. He's like, all right, I guess I sold that one before. <laughs> but I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it, it, it's, um, so when you're a child, you don't understand. But daddy left home very, very early because home was not kind to him. And I'm named after his older sister, Lin Ying, because he, that was one of the few times we saw my father cry. Um, because he talked about how his stepmother would make him sit outside and only with a bowl of rice and a little piece of salt fish. In Chinese culture, there's a salted fish that you eat with rice. And he wouldn't give her any, him any meat or anything. And his older sister used to hide food from the mother. And when the mother wasn't looking, she would sneak and feed him and give him food to eat. And that was... What are we talking here? Like the 20s? No, the, the, the daddy was 80 when he... So this is like, well, I was born in 51. Daddy was 38, 37 when I was born. So... 50, yeah, about, okay. well, like the late 20s, early 30s, because okay. he was still little. So he always said if it wasn't for his sister, maybe he wouldn't have lived because his stepmother, she didn't beat him, but she neglected him. Right. So he left home very early and came. Now, this part of the story is muddled, but we do have papers and stuff he, that he worked on the boats. He actually worked on American boats as, as a cook, I think, we think. And the short story is um, he, saw, he, was, it, he was landed in Charleston, and he went to Sing Lee Laundry, which used to be at 148 King Street, which is where my mother lived with my grandmother. My mother had nine living brothers and sisters, and mommy being young she was 12 at the time so daddy saw her <laughs> all right let's, let's skip this part <laughs> let's skip this part oh, we don't, we don't know. <laughs> well, this is right. that's why i needed to establish the year before we got into this part i was like well this is back in the day right well a lot of things were different yeah and daddy, <laughs> daddy <laughs> 
I told you. No, it's cool. And those days, you got to remember, people got married at 13, 14, 15. But daddy saw mommy. He went to take his uniforms to get clean. And supposedly, like in the Al Pacino Godfather scene where he's struck by a lightning bolt (laughs) and he wants to marry the girl, daddy wanted to marry mommy. And he did the proper things. He went to grandmother and asked to be to to marry her, to be engaged. And grandmother said, yes, she consents. So mommy was pretty much betrothed from the time she was 12 years old. Okay. Uh, she went on to college, started college, and then after that, she got she came to New York and got married. And here I am. How did they end up in New York, though? Just random? Okay, because grandfather had business in New York. Don't ask me all that's for the old days. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? No, he used to go back and forth to New York. The story, the family story goes that if the stock market had not crashed, I we wouldn't exist because grandfather was planning on taking all of his family back to China. Okay. But because of the stock market crash, daddy, grandfather ended up staying in the States because whatever investments he had, whatever, had been lost. And they had the laundry, like I said, Sing Lee Laundry at 148 King Street. And that's how mommy, daddy met mommy. And he waited until she was 21 and then they got married. They oh, okay. Right? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, but in the, right. in the meantime, Mommy grew up, went to high school, right. did all the normal things, but it, was with, but it was the understanding that you're going to marry him one day. And okay. Mommy being who she was, she loved her mother. She was obedient. Grandfather had died when she was two years old. And so... So she went off and married because that was grandmother's wish that, you know, mommy marry her, him. So that's what she did. So daddy jumped ship. It's kind of muddy, the the the, the story. <laughs> but I know he started a restaurant that Bert had a fire. I know INS caught up with him and he ended up being taken in. And because mommy had 10 years of love letters. Okay that he daddy had written her all those years it was proof that he didn't pay her right. to marry him because george and i were already born when immigration caught daddy mm-hmm. so after that daddy became a citizen he did all the things and from that point on he he worked and was daddy you know he worked in restaurants all right. of his life and was daddy he liked going to the racetrack he liked, he loved Lucille. He used to have like 40 decks of cards in his room. I remember yeah. that. He used to have just like a whole thing of cards. Packs of cards. Packs and packs of cards. Brand new. No three-quarter molly in the, in the house. Nah, he was playing. Nice. Like, game night. Nah, he used to play games. I don't know what he played, but he, like, because sometimes he would come home, he would come back to the house when we was there, and he would be, you know, mad happy, mad groceries, anything oh, like okay. And sometimes okay. he come home, he's like, yo, don't talk to me. You know what I mean? He's like, I'm not, uh, it's not, yeah, to, not today. Yeah, because at the association, <laughs> the men gambled and stuff. So, yeah. And he loved Lucy and Desi. Mm. He loved that show because it was so similar to his own personal experience. Yeah. He liked Ed Sullivan, Lucy, 
and and uh, boxing and wrestling when wrestling was real wrestling. So you know we used to watch wrestling with him and boxing. He liked boxing. Cool. So we start. So Daddy came from Sunshine. Like I said, he came. I'm not clear how he started working on the ships for the U.S., but he did, and. Then he jumped the ship and stayed in the United States, and he used to live in New York. That's how Mommy and Daddy came, because Daddy lived in New York. He was working in a oh, restaurant. Okay. He was going back. Once he jumped ship, I'm not clear when that happened, but he was still working on the ship when he met Mommy when she was young. So he would go back and forth and write her letters and come visit and all of that. But then when she went to college and the family finances said she couldn't go back to college, grandmother said, okay, it's time for you to get married. Okay. And daddy that. came and took her and brought her back up to New York. Right. And grandmother said, send me the marriage license or else. Okay. And that's what happened. <laughs> And that's how we all started. And that's how you've ended up with this podcast, The Simeon Goodson Show. Let's talk about it. We'll be back. <laughs> that looks like us. I am a good, a, a letter. Like, I wonder, like, if women nowadays would appreciate you wrote a nice letter. For yeah, them, of like, course. Just what handwritten. You? Like, what? Wait, what is this? <laughs> Let, I still write. Letter writings Same. is one of the most romantic, insightful things, but not even romantic, to sit down and take the time to write someone a letter. Mm -hmm. There is nothing more personal than a handwritten note, like a yeah. thank you note. A card is nice, yeah. but to sit down and write somebody, even if it's a short note, it shows that you cared enough to take the time. Mm -hmm. What if it has a lot of gram grammatical errors? <laughs> you know something? <laughs> I want to know if it's still, if it's still Right, the what's the status? You want to know something? When my mother died and my aunt and grandmothers died, they, as they're going through personal effects, they found letters I had written when I was 9, 10, 11, 12 to them. Okay. And it wasn't perfect. I have never had a nice handwriting. Okay. Simeon and Moy have beautiful handwritings. They just skipped that boat when it came to me. I do <laughs> not have. I can create art, but I can I, script. I have a horrible copy handwriting. That, copy that. And uh, there's there is nothing more personal than sending somebody. Uh, uh, a personal note. They still yeah. in museums have Jackie Kennedy's personal right. thank yous and things like that, where she would write it first and then copy it over and things yeah. like that. It's a it's a very personal thing, and you know it shows time. What a lot of people in Chat your GPT write me a deeply personal <laughs> note to the, to the person I love most. <laughs> Handwritten, please. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. But it it's like in today's world, every a lot of things in your lives now are surface. And this is mm. not an old lady talking. It's like you skim, you speed read. There's there is a lot of times depth that doesn't happen. Yeah. And a personal four-line, six-line note to somebody is something that people really most times, a text, you know, a text is nice. A digital card for Christmas is mm -hmm. nice. And even if you don't keep the paper cards or the pa the paper notes, the fact that for that moment somebody took some time for you 
and took the time to walk to the post office and yeah. send it. It it is a it is a, a quality of life that hopefully will come back. Yeah. You heard it here first. Sexy Red a note to see if she <laughs> see how she responds. Please don't write a note to Sexy Red. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you use Chat GPT. You're like Chat GPT, Sexy Red, love letter. <laughs> I am absolutely in love with. Nah, I'm oh. joking. I'm not going to. Sorry, I got my girl watching this. Right, send me a good show. Make sure you check out our merch shop. We got stationery. We got herbal supplements. We got colloidal silver. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so send me a good show. Let's go. Simeon? Yep. Is that you? Yeah, that's me, baby. I'm, I'm here to join the cult. Hey, it's not a cult. I'm it's a group. No, it's a, I'm it's so not a cult. Hey, cult, welcome, man. man. Welcome. Nice Thank you for you. coming it out, man. It is so nice to Hey, it's, it's great to meet you, man, brother. You really I was awaiting you your yeah. presence, your arrival, because you know I'm the prophet. I knew you was coming. I cannot tell you how big of a deal it is. Oh I've been my watching goodness. your stand up, really? the podcast, what else? Really everything, just, you know, your OnlyFans, yeah. everything you got to say. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I'm talking about. Right. Like, right. It's just, it's just the truth. Well, you and know, well, like, let's cut the small talk. Let's cut, let's cut the small talk. Let's get you in. Let's get you in. All we need to do. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, okay. Let's get you joined. You got to pay. You got to, you got to join first. Now. Okay, we got to get you joined. Okay. All we need is your entry donation. A little quick $100,000. Let's get it out the way. Go okay. ahead. Okay, just a little $100,000. Little $100,000. $100, yeah, Go ahead. It shouldn't be. It should be good. You should be good. Yeah, Go I mean, that's a little, it's a little steep. $50,000, 50, 50% off discount for my mint. Cause I see right, you, right, I see the light in your, in your sure, eyes. Don't do that, that's right. Oh yeah, shit, yeah, you're right, my yeah, bad. You know, uh, it's still a little. I right, do. Because I'll do, be the best member. Do one thousand. Do one thousand right now. One thousand. Call it a day. Call it a day. Write it out. Right. Bust it out. Thousand dollars. Right. I can't. I can't do that. You don't have a thousand. I think a check. Oh, I mean, I'm a cash guy. So you cash guy. You cash guy. Oh, so I'm, I'm fucking up. All right, let's do. How much cash you got? Okay, well let me. Uh, how much cash you got? You got I am, cash. Yeah, I got. Like do uh, like a hundred. Do like two five hundred. I got. I got one twenty five right here. This and then I got. I need the the rest for the train home. But you know, you keep that. You keep that. All right. So what are we gonna do first, man? What are we gonna do? All right. Well, first we gonna send you on your first mission. Yeah, yeah. What's that? Your first missionary. Yeah, I'm so. Your first missionary escapade. As an excavator, you ready? You gotta go find some money. That's the plan. You ready? No, we're gonna find some real money, some money we could do something with, brother, because you are the number one. You, 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 the sergeant at arms. You the sergeant at arms. Who the sergeant at arms? Who the sergeant at arms? I need you to find me some paper. Yes, sir. Yes, sergeant. Yes, sergeant. No, I need this. I need. We need this for donations. Yes, sergeant. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's go get you on and go. Okay, do what you gotta okay. do. What the fuck? I just Sergeant! Can I call you daddy? No, okay. please don't. Dollar twenty. Anything you wanna say? Anything you wanna shout out? You wanna plug? No. no? Just say peace. Like I hope all y'all become famous one day. Since you buy me a house in Curacao. Wow. Let's do it. <laughs> That's where we at. That's where the cult located. Curacao. <laughs> All right, thanks for coming out, Mom. Love you. Okay. Love you, too. And that's it. It's the Simeon Goodson Show. What's his name? Oh, boy. Oh, boy.
Yeah. They don't want Louis, they don't want Gucci. They just want to give your boy a little bit of coochie in the back of the hoop. In the back of the hoop, in the back of the hoop, in the back of the hoop. They don't want Louis, they don't want Gucci. They just want to give your boy a little bit of coochie in the back of the hoop. In the back of the hoop, in the back of the hoop, in the back of the hoop. Bitch, don't roll my windows down, cause them shits don't go back up. Bitch, that music up too loud, you gon' pop open my trunk. Once that muffler hit the ground, call a tow truck, bitch, we stuck. While we wait for Triple A, while we gon' go ahead and fuck. I ain't got fluids, I ain't got brakes, I ain't going on no motherfucking highway. But we can hit the back roads, hit it from the back road, rubbing on that ass while your face in the dashboard hazards flickering. Each and a pumping a bad bitch with a nigga pushing while I clutch in the hazards flickering. Each and a pumping a bad bitch with a nigga pushing while I clutch. They don't want Louis, they don't want Gucci. They just want to give your boy a little bit of coochie in the back of the hoop. In the back of the hoop, in the back of the hoop, in the back of the hoop. They don't want Louis, they don't want Gucci. They just want to give your boy a little bit of coochie in the back of the hoop. In the back of the hoop, in the back of the hoop, in the back of the hoop. Bought me some tires, riding the wheels Up in the hoopie, I'm fucking this groupie I'm killing this pussy, right you a wheel Put on your seatbelt, I hit these brakes Your life is at stake, liable to fly out the windshield AC broke, so how we gon' chill? Cadillac converted, stay still, for real See my check engine, light is emitting Hop out the car, then pop in the hood I'm searching for symptoms, got back in the whip Light still flicking, damn am I tripping? Fuck, man what? I just checked it. Need a new whip, get it totaled out. Tell insurance that I wrecked it. They don't want hectic, they don't want sushi. They just wanna give your boy a little bit of coochie in the back of the hoop. In the back of the hoop, in the back of the hoop, in the back of the hoop. They don't want movies, they don't want sushi. They just wanna give your boy a little bit of coochie in the back of the hoop. In the back of the hoop, in the back of the hoop, in the back of the hoop. It was an OD Camry, that's what this nigga had me on the backseat Y'all now daddy, I was talking real nasty Made enough fastly, had me on my knees with them shits was wild ashy Breathing mad hard, fogging up the glassy, messing in my hair But I'm still a baddie, real with his hands One on the wheel, the other on my ass cheek Yeah, I'm that bitch, and I ain't gotta ask Jeeves, give me that dick And I ain't gotta say please, windows can't go up So we getting mad breeze, no push or start This nigga got mad keys, not the keys like Pablo This nigga getting no cheese, but he got me cuffed up And he ain't gotta say freeze, not the keys like Pablo This nigga getting no cheese, but he got me cuffed up And he ain't gotta say free. I don't want goofy I don't want roofies. I just wanna give your boy a little bit of coochie in the back of the hoop. 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 I don't want goofies. I don't want roofies. I just wanna give your boy a little bit of coochie in the back of the hoop. In the back of the hoop. In the back of the hoop. In the back of the hoop.